So since I've not really been able to build all that much uh, lately, like at all, I haven't really. really actually, I actually haven't really been able to build much. This is like anytime I've been in this room is because I was either part of a live stream or because we're recording this podcast. So I haven't really had a lot of You're time hiding. to be in here. Yeah. So since um since I haven't really been able to build all that much, I've been absorbing a lot of content based around the hobby. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of build videos and, and uh, you know, just, just kind of curious to see what's out there because I, I tend to kind of stick with the, the channels I tend to subscribe to, but I've not really paid too much attention to, to anything outside of that. And lately I've been watching a lot of um, uh, Japanese builders who uh, really go into customizing and building uh, Mecha Musume kits. And it is fascinating so fascinating because it, it it goes into either one of two scales right it can go into like really heavy into making sure that the uh, the, the female part of the kid is is covered up it's tasteful it's elegant the other side is they don't give a crap like it's just like a little piece of cloth just just painted yeah. on there and say, that's it we're done that's all these that she's covered am i am i sensing a fellow kinsmanship in the perv not at all. Of the not at all. Are you, you dabbling <laughs> in the dark arts? <laughs> not even. So that, that's oh, that's geez. the that's the biggest observation I've had. What's really fascinating is them kit bashing, um, H, mostly HG kits. Honestly, HG kits with Mecha Musume to make like mecha a, girls. Um, yeah, Mecha girls essentially. Yeah. And, and you know, usually you think, oh yeah, you just take the legs from a from a HG, put it on the, the girl, and you're done. But there are some very creative. Uh, ways for these people to be doing this and uh, it's fascinating i think it's a, oh. at the very least i could say that dude there's a, mm -hmm. a builder out there who like he'll make the girl in the same theme as the parts he uses from an mg and like the mm. backpack is always the dude's arms or the the yeah. robot's arms Fucking love those. Shit. And yeah. it's, it's such a great style yeah really um is. There's a there's a Korean channel that that highlights those kinds of builds. I know one I know one video of theirs at least highlights that builder that I think you're talking about. Um, the name of the the channel is the story or the coup. I think it was with yes, I know the story. Um, so they yeah I know I know one of them has that guy. There's another guy that does um, uh, kind of transforming robot kind of builds, but they're not really builds. They're like not Lego either. I don't know what they are, but they, that, it was really interesting to see how he, he did those things. Blocks. Not really Max either. Yeah, I don't no, know no, what I they were. Connects. Interesting. I don't think they were. Yeah, but it was it was really interesting just to see it. And and I'm I'm kind of sad that they're not really doing more videos currently. Not, not that I've seen anyway. Yeah, could uh, probably put a kimp on that. Yeah, but the coup, please, if you guys are listening to this, which I I really don't think you are, make more videos. <laughs> I want to see more. Like just for you, Babs. We're gonna make more videos. That's all that's going through my fucking head right now. Well, well, yeah, that's the wrong show. We're on the wrong show. I haven't seen that show in fucking years. That show even exists. I'm gonna keep it that way too. guys welcome to the built sideways podcast episode 24 we are 24 episodes deep guys holy yeah, shit deep, right 
deeper. Yeah, we're, we're actually uh, getting pretty close to our one year anniversary. Uh, I think I believe next month as of the release of this episode. Yeah, so, July. Uh, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, July was our very first uh, release of episode one. That's Who, crazy. what, why, where? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 crazy to think about. We're 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 getting closer to that uh one year mark. Should we have a party? Yeah, we should have a party. Oh, fuck no. Uh, yeah, let's let's party in our heads and then go to sleep. And 7 go to sleep. Yeah, I was say, we have <laughs> we have like a, a like a live stream Zoom barbecue. Julio, I could drag you down here, and then Pabs can and meet up with Kyle, and you guys could grill, yeah. and we could grill. Yeah, but like live stream back and forth. To each I want grill Kyle. He just grill corn or something, man. Hey, I don't know. Hey, hey. You can eat corn. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. To my defense, I grilled. For my daughter's birthday, and I, I fucking, I was like, "Good, I still have it in me. I'm still a man. I still know how to grill, even though I fucking eat veggies." So, as you guys can hear, uh, the whole crew is here right now. We got uh, Brian, aka the Bro Builder. Hello. And uh, we got Kyle, uh, aka the Clueless One. Yeah. And uh, we got the shit bag, Julio. From now on, you address <laughs> me as a professional modeler. Like a professional <laughs> gumpler, okay? Uh, you got it, Damn. right? Professional dirtbag. I mean, hey. modeler. <laughs> Professionally clipping nubs. Uh, so, uh, this episode, um, obviously, we uh, we do have a topic today. So, uh, essentially, we want to talk about um, people who is, want to level up their building, right? So you, so you know, essentially, the title of the topic is: so you want to be a gunplay master? Um, how to take, um, how to take your basic builds and make them award winning uh, for you know for competitions, and, you know, and and kind of the the rules of competition and going through kind of the judging process that in, that's involved in in kind of you know how they look at your builds and and what. Uh, determines uh, that your build is uh, essentially, for lack of a better term, above the rest, right? Uh, so uh, this is a, a very obviously a very Kyle um, topic. Come on, so, guys, that the Kunite. Okay, so because yes, Pabs sensei. did not put as much sauce in that title, I was like, so you want to be a Gumpla master? <laughs> That's how you're supposed to say it. Yes, I'm doing that. Shit. <gasps> You want to be a Gumpla master? I'm just trying to be the best shit bag Ooh. I can be. Yeah. You want to be the best shit bag? Ooh. You gotta like put some fucking spunk on it. Macho Man Ugh. Randy Savage up in there. Wait, what was I supposed to do because it was my topic? I got a little Something distracted. Spunking. Yeah, I want you to elaborate on the topic. Like explain what this topic is um, right. and, and kind of, yeah, like start us I, off essentially. I thought you did. Okay, so... I'm just going to repeat what Pab said because he pretty much wrote verbatim. So essentially, like, we're not going to go with Gumpla Master as an, a self-proclaimed title. Obviously, it's an arbitrary title, but um, some of us, I mean, many people in this group, we are competitive. We, we enter and participate in competitions as well as do judging. Um, not to say everyone in the hobby is all about competition, but there are a good amount of people that participate in it. And um, I know a lot of people participate in competition out of the spirit of competition just for fun. But there are some people that want to increase their odds of winning. 
And since many competitions hosted here in the U.S. as well as abroad, um, case in point, IBMS, uh, you have AMPS for traditional models that also include categories for sci-fi and Gumpla, and then GBWC as well as um, Os- Os- Osaku, is that, correct me on that one, Babs, the Korean competition. Oh. The Korean competition? Is it Korean or is it Philip or uh, Malaysian? Are you are you thinking of Otaku ME? No, no, not Otaku. But I mean, they host a competition. But what's the very technical um, driven competition? Uh, I think it's Orozaku. Orozaku, yes. So Orozaku and then GBWC and all that. Um, so I, I said abroad. Sadly, some of those aren't open to the U.S. and North America. But you know, it's neither here. So essentially, for those who want to, um increase their skills to you know have better chances of winning said competition because it's not just about showing up putting your kill on the table you actually have to follow certain guidelines and have certain things done to your kit depending on the competition that would justify you being first place versus third place or no place because it depends on how people enter so you know we're going to talk about that today kind of go over what are the judging requirements? Because many of these competitions have a standard in which they judge. That way, you know it's fair and accurate. And it's not just, you know, a couple of dudes show up and say, I like that one. I like that one. All right, that one's first. There's actually, true, true. Um, you know, fundamental criteria they have to follow. And everyone is treated equally under that. So it's fair, fair judgment. So we'll talk about that. Give some kind of advice and things that we have seen, depending on the competition, that have kind of helps obviously some of it's hearsay some of it changes based on year to year depending on the competition um some of it's consistent so we'll go over that but it's, it's basically that just for those that want to up their game even if you're not even competition this could still be helpful advice to just bettering your builds and making quality work that you can be proud of okay well said kyle i think i think i think you covered i didn't say any of that <laughs> he did. I was like, yeah, I said all of this. I'm gonna just repeat everything you said. I said none of that. Um, but so, in terms of this topic, right, so if you want, if you so for me personally, I like to if I do join into a competition, it's because I I am well, first of all, inspired by the by the uh, whatever theme or you know, kind of um, I am uh, I'm mostly inspired by whatever theme they, they put out there. So the, the last competition I kind of joined in was the, uh, the battle log build competition hosted mm-hmm. by Zach and uh, USA Gundam store. Beautiful um, build, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, and you know, if you're not really inspired by, um, by the, the kind of goal that you're building towards, what's the point in building for it? You know, for me anyway. And it's, it was, it's an opportunity for you to kind of flex your, uh, your creative muscle, your technical know-how, and be able to put it out there as okay. So this is, uh, this is my artwork, um, and then you you are essentially putting yourself at the mercy of other people's opinions and uh, their their viewpoints on uh, what they subject to be good art, right? So um, it's gosh, how do you so you know how do you take your basic bills? Because because essentially that's kind of what I did with. Helios that I made, right? You took, I take, you take that basic build and you go, okay, so what do I need to do within the competition's rules to make this better? Or how do I make this into something of my own? And uh, that's, that's something that we can really kind of, gosh, deep dive into because everybody's had their own thing. You've had, you have OMC as, as, uh, as Kyle said, IPMS, uh, Otaku and me, 
GBWC. Everybody has had different oh, yeah. criteria and has has entered different types of builds um, for these competitions. Uh, you know, I think uh, Julio and Brian have the most varied entries out of the four of us here. Just because, I mean, you know, uh, with Brian, he's had a multitude of different uh, builds and things. You've had your OMC builds. You've had your GBWC builds. Yeah, I like um, to you've had your, Yeah, you've had your IPMS builds. All yeah, completely yeah. different <laughs> themes and and uh, objects and, and kind of um, uh, built a different narrative. Julio, uh, on the other hand, his builds for... Uh, I'm going to be very specific. His OMC builds... Uh, are based around the same theme, but with different build techniques and uh, uh, building within that same world, but from a different perspective. So um, why don't you guys talk about how, what your process is and, and what is your mindset when you jump into uh, a competition? All right. First, <clears throat> I need everybody to take out their little calendars. Mark the day. Because... It's hard <laughs> because Norm from Tested said something good once, Uh-oh. and yeah, I actually said Holy that. Holy cow! Hold on, hold on. Salt the presses. <laughs> Norm Chan from Tested. Yeah, yeah. Old Gunplay, wife. old Gunplay himself <laughs> said. He actually said something. Okay. When he was first talking to Savage about uh, back when it was, he was still involved with tested about, um, or like directly, you know, all the time. Um, they were talking about Gumpla and Norm was talking about tips to give to Adam to like, kind of like get, encourage him to do the right thing when he started out, which was essentially build something that you're interested in. It is incredibly hard to build an, like an exceptional model of something that you are not interested in. That is where, your professional modelers come into play because they're building things they have to build as opposed to things you want to build. I did a lot of that when I was a metal worker, whole different realm, but still you should be excited about what you want to do. If you want to take something to competition and you want to do something well, if that's your goal. Then yeah, it, it pays to be excited about your shit. If you're not excited about your idea, maybe go back to the drawing board, you know? And if you can't make your deadline, don't make the deadline for the competition. If that's the case, hit the next one. Cause a lot of times you can just take that model and go the next year to the thing. And it's not going to matter. Like those are two major things that I have learned in, in the whole shebang. Cause I burned the midnight oil far, far too many fucking times. That first GBWC that I participated in, I was up for 46 of 48 hours. Um, and then I went to the competition. So like, that was a long, 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 long day. <laughs> it was only but like was a couple fun. of Heinekens. <laughs> it yeah, was a good time. It's where I met yeah, you. Good yeah. Good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't do anything. I just close my fucking eyes and let my hands go to work. <laughs> Whatever comes out of it, comes out of it. Listen, we yeah. don't want to know what you do on first dates. We want to know what you do when you build. <laughs> well, I mean, was- I really don't know, man. Just... Julio's recipe for unhooking a bra. <laughs> Close your eyes. Pretend I'm competing for GBWC. <laughs> if you just squeeze, it'll happen, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just got me thinking about squeezing shit. Thanks, Pabs. <laughs> Boobies. Thanks, thanks, bro. Um, You're welcome. 
I don't know. I I, I guess I kind of go about it the same way that Brian does, but I don't. I try not to burn the, the oil. <laughs> I did that last <laughs> year, and it wasn't great. It was all right. I feel like I could do better. Um, yeah, and building for four competitions is definitely different going in. Like something like the Rhino is definitely not going to go into GBWC. I'm like, nah, sign. <laughs> Get that the fuck out of here. And it's not going. Yeah, but, they won't uh, like that. Yeah. But uh, for OMC, it was super fun to make. I had fun. As long as you're enjoying what you're making, don't worry about no competitions. They don't no. matter. <laughs> before, before, Kyle, before you jump into this, like, oh, I want to yeah. kind of highlight what, what, what Julio just said, right? Because he says, as long as you're having fun. But for some people, like, it's not. Yeah, that, that not factor is, is not part of it. Right? Like, they want to compete. Like, they, they want to compete. Like, they want to show that they are you know top dog you know the tribal chief you know you know what i mean like they 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 are not factoring in the the fun that they're going through that's a really toxic way of thinking it is a very toxic way but it is a a very real way of a lot of people it it, it puts a fire into your ass it does for gbwc that's how you have to go in i'm gonna blow everyone away with my three HDs <laughs> on my two foot by two foot uh, cardboard uh, landscape. <laughs> That's how I go into GBWC. You know what? I'm going to make some really cool shit to look at. Let's go look at my shit, guys. <laughs> it really is that episode of South Park where Randy takes the biggest duty. Yeah. Um, bon Jovi? <laughs> or no, is Bono from YouTube? Bono, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you jump in, Kyle. To piggy, to piggyback. Um, sorry, all right, I'm doing all right. God. <laughs> um, so Julio brought up a good point. He mentioned how the Rhino would not fare well in GBWC. So one of the things you need to consider is when having a entry for a competition, don't just grab something off the shelf you arbitrarily built and thought it looks cool. You need to have that build the whole concept of from beginning to end needs to revolve around it being a competition piece because every competition has a different audience. I mean, that's that's probably a more accurate way of saying it, but like GBWC tends to enjoy certain themes for the build. Also, you know, having a standalone kit versus a diorama kit, you're going to see a diorama kit perform better in the eyes of the judges because it follows a better theme, has a better opportunity for telling a story while IPMS, you can have a standalone kit perform well because technically it's very well executed. You know, it's painted appropriately and you know, it's just all around good looking model. You don't necessarily need a theme because in IPMS there are categories. So you have like Gumpla, you have different scales depending on how large the event is. You can also, enter your kits into dioramas, sci-fi, things of that nature. So um, depending on what your build is, you can fit multitude of categories in IPMS while GBWC is you have one entry. So you have to make it count. Um, Amp similar to IPMS. Um, Ozaku essentially much like IPMS, but a single build, it's technically proficient. But again, when you have an entry from the beginning to the end, you need to understand this is going to be a competition piece. So you're mentally and physically working towards that goal rather than just going, ah, I'm just going to slap some kit together. And in one day, 
you grab it off the shelf and go, I'm going to use this for a competition. Maybe in a participation standpoint, that's great, you know, to kind of bolster the entries and show, you know, you're part of the party. But when it comes to being a competitor where you want to show your skills and potentially pace place, you're going to want to kind of have that forethought that this kit's goal is to be a competition piece. So I'm going to, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to talk about Orozaku specifically, just, just because there are some people out there who don't really know what the hell Orozaku is, right? Because people are very much into either GBWC or IPMS because that is what's available to them. But Orozaku is not really something that people are too particularly familiar with just because it is very uh, Japanese centric because it's, mm. it's based in Japan. Okay. So um, Orozaku is essentially a competition hosted by, um, uh, who was it? Um, Hobby Japan. Which is the the big one of the biggest um, hobby magazines uh, out out there. So um, it is uh, it is essentially readers submit their work for it to be published on their on their magazine to be featured, and it's uh, it's 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 essentially um, there are I'm trying to think here there are different categories within that competition. So it's not just you're you're building something highly proficient and then you're sending it out there. So um, from from what I remember, there are a couple. Uh, there's Gumpla. Uh, so hold on, I'm trying to let me, let me think about this very specifically. So 2020 was the one, the last one I, I remember reading about because it's been a long time since since I've read any Hobby Japan. Um, so uh, 2020, they had five categories. Um, there was Gumpla, there was Build Divers, SD, uh, Arc Seven Eight, uh, and Junior Under Fifteens. But the Gumpla category is usually what people pay attention to because that is like kind of like their, their champion builds, right? Uh, Brian, you you are a big Hobby Japan reader. Am I, am I correct in saying that? Well, I I do as I have one here in front of me. I just picked up the, <laughs> yeah, the 2019, which is a beautiful Jim Sniper 2 on the cover of it. But this yeah, year, that nice. year, the year prior to the one Chris was remembering was um, it had Gumpla Builders, F91 Silhouette Forum uh, and that and then Juniors. So it was like, yeah, open kind of like category. But within those, there was different like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And, yeah. and all of these are, are judged by their, their editors, right? So they're, um, you know, those guys who, who live and breathe essentially this hobby as, both, as their profession um, and their, uh, their, <laughs> their hobby itself, right? Um, because there are a ton of entries for this. So, you know, usually um, if you guys want to, no, not even hundreds. So if you guys- Thousands. Um, Want to want to give uh, an, an example of an IPMS entry, right? On, on a on an on average, how many entries do you guys get at IPMS? Depends on the event, uh, depending but... on the show. Like between yeah. a small show, you'll get like what two hundred models, one hundred and fifty, two hundred models on a show. On a big show, you'll get like four. Like a big show, like Nats, you're gonna have thousands because it's nationals. But mm. Mm. so so th- remember, this is just a, a magazine publication run competition. Right, 2020 had 2008 entries by by itself that they ran for that one year. So 20. So I'm thinking again. I'm thinking of 2020. Um, the the one in 2019, I believe there was a little over that. Um, but 20 yeah, 2020 had 2008, and uh, I think the big winner was a was a Kshatri, I believe. I can't remember who the builder was or anything like that because again, it's been a while. Um, but it's it's so it's so highly regarded because. A lot of very well-known builders um, of very high skill level enter that competition themselves. But on top of that, not even that, you also have those other categories like the under 15s, the juniors, and all that stuff. 
So it's a, it's a very, uh, as Brian mentioned, a very broad competition. And a lot of these, a lot of those 2000 plus entries are built specifically for this competition. They're not just builds that they are pushing. Like, oh yeah, I built this like back in February. Let's, let's enter this and see how it does. It's like, I'm going to build for, specifically for this competition. And a lot of people, I feel like don't do that. Like they, they go in and they build something back in January and then somebody announces a competition and be like, oh yeah, I can enter my build back then. The one that I built back in January, I think this, this will be good enough. Now thinking that, oh, this is a competition. I need to kind of bring my A game uh, let's, let's, let's think about this creatively. Let's think about what, I, what, at what level do I think I'm in right now? And then let's go in, let's dive in and see what I can make. Um, which, uh, which I think is, is honestly the best mentality going into any kind of competition build specifically for it build because the competition has driven you to make something new to that. It's an, it's inspired you to, to do something. And I think that's, if anything, the very first step into building a, a a competition entry level build, like yeah. build for it. I just Agreed. built for you, Pabs. <laughs> what? I just built for you. I'm like, I'm gonna blow Pabs away with this one. Well, and Pabs, and then Pabs uh, is like, that shit is doo doo. <laughs> yeah, don't disappoint me next time. All right. <laughs> just trying to impress Pabs. <laughs> I feel so, like there's three builders out in the universe who listen to this who definitely try to impress you. No. Yeah. No, not. no. They, they be building what you build, everything. I love it. <laughs> I watched them. Like, how do I make perfect Pabs loves? Yeah. Perfect. We got crushes. It is it is very funny. So um, you know, uh for for those that don't know, I, I've been a judge for uh several competitions at this point, right? One of them was the clean versus weathered competition that Zach and again USA Gun Store. Um, hosted, uh, was it last year? Was that last year or the year yep. before? Yeah, it was last year because we went through the, uh, we were going through the, the run through because I, I made everybody <laughs> go through feedback because I asked specifically to get feedback. <laughs> and Zach was like, well, we can't um, just like have one person get good feedback. Everybody should get good feedback. So I think I, I'm yeah. partially responsible for that curse. For the seventh episode saga. I was a, I was a judge for, for that composition. Right. Um, and, uh, I remember a lot of people approaching me and being, you know, asking what they, what you think, what I think they should do to do better, like to, to, to get a better placement or do. You mean like uh, prior, right? Right. Prior. Or are you talking, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, prior. So they, they were asking me all these questions and, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, pandering towards judges is not going to get you very far. It's not going to get you very far at all. They were like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm going to make this purple. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, well, you know, if that's the kind of build you want to make, then, then do it. But I'm going to base it. I'm going to judge it based upon the merit of the build itself. I'm not going to base it on, oh, it's purple. That means it's already on my list. Like it's, you, you have to build because it is, you are driven to build it, not because you're pandering. Mm-hmm. So please never pander to judges. It's, it's never going to get you very far. I haven't oh, built shit really new. purple, except for the rhino. <laughs> and I was a couple spots here and there. I got to build some purple shit. There, there is a note to that. So you talk about don't pander to the judges. And I'm going to explain why that's a bad idea. Because in 99% of the competition, there is not a solo judge. Typically, any competition with its merit has multiple judges to quelch the bias opinion. Because 
at the end of the day, the criteria is always what's the fundamental execution of building the kit, painting the kit. If you did modifications, how well were they executed? And then if there's a theme, how well did you match the theme? Those ones are indisputable. Every judge is going to have to follow that same criteria, but then there's their own personal bias that they're going to have. Well, when it's not just you as a judge, you have two other, maybe three other judges, that personal bias gets squelched because then their personal bias gets brought into the mix and that no longer is a driving force between who actually is the winner. So many competitions use multiple judges for a specific category to prevent that pandering kind of thing. So that's also another kind of deterrent, like don't waste your time because many competitions that are legit competitions have multiple judges. So that'd be just a waste of time. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, like prime example, it wasn't just me building, you know, judging that, that clean section. It was, it was myself, Zach and uh, Tim child of Mecca, who, uh, who was very, who was very harsh when it comes to judging. <laughs> I was like, God damn Tim, calm down. I don't like purple. Fuck this purple build. <laughs> I liked your Tim impression. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates it. Why does he sound so nasally? Yeah. I'm too high in the clouds. I got to bring it down to earth. To I, get more like, I was going to say, I think that's just inherent. It's just inherent for a parody is the nasally tone. Like, I know that I adopt that nasally sort of tone when I when I parody my wife, and oh, that always goes over so well. <laughs> she loves it. Huge fan. Oh my god, it's amazing. The brownie points that I just throw straight down the shitter. <laughs> She's like, I was gonna make you a good dinner. That's not fucking happening. I'm making myself a good dinner, and you can oh, fend no. for yourself. She is a dear. She does. She's a saint. She always uh, helps out. We like oftentimes we'll split sides and stuff, but a lot of times she'll take care of like sides and stuff. I always cook my own main because I am a meat eater and she is not a meat eater. So we share the load as it were. (laughs) What? You good? You're going to make it. No, I'm good. It's it's, it's a Lord of the Rings reference. Come on. (laughs) I'm not usually one to share the load, but, uh, so (laughs) So to be very specific about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying so hard to work through it. He's <laughs> trying. One of the rings did you watch, Pabs? <laughs> uh, I believe it was called Horror of the Rings. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, so, so to, let's, let's try to give actual kind of like kind of tips and advice on, on um, entering a competition because like, we've, we've been kind of broad. Uh, and not being very specific as to, um, you know, kind of what what people need to do when it comes to to building. And I think oh, suck. The re- now the reason why that's such a difficult thing to kind of pinpoint is because it's very heavily dependent upon the competition you're entering. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, if you are entering, say, SCGMC. Yeah. So SGMC is a uh, is Southern Southern California Gumpla modeling uh, convention slash competition because I, I I can guarantee you you look at that header it still says competition because that hasn't been changed. It says um, competition, but Clem doesn't like that. But I'm, you're right, it's competition. Yeah, it's still competition on there. So every year they have a a very specific theme that they'd like to to uh, to do. Right. So uh, last year was uh, what was last year? Was it Titans last year? No, no, Titans is this year. Yeah, it Titans was five story. Five story. Five star stories. Yeah. So the designer for five star stories was was twenty twenty one. Um the uh the year before that, twenty twenty, I don't think they had SGC. Uh, they did. They did. It was not balls was previous year, twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen was ball. Twenty twenty was the online one, was it not? Right. Yeah, yeah but it was there's the still a theme. One. 
Yeah, yeah there was a theme to that. Was it COVID? Was, was COVID was the theme? Yeah. I can't remember. I know that I won a coin, but I know yeah, that. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. It's right there. I don't think um, I remember so, a coin there. So, so, the, so SGMC has a theme, right? And and you are free and welcome to kind of enter that, but they also have a wider, broader uh, thing that you can enter just any kind of build that you want to you want to build into based upon the category, whether it's a 1100 uh, Universal Century or 1100 Alternative or uh, 1144 UC, you know, et cetera. So um, if you're building towards a theme, that should be kind of the first thing that, that that's in your mind. Like, do I want to build for, for their kind of theme build or do I want to build on any of their other categories? Right, what do you guys think? True. No, true. Agree, no that's true. Yeah. Know the categories. Case. Yeah, be, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Regardless right. of competition, know the categories that are, you know, available. Yeah, a lot yeah. of times uh, these conventions now, everybody's modernized. All of the stuff is on the website, usually ahead of time for the mm-hmm. convention. You can look it up and um, like, say, Julio, remember uh, a couple years ago, uh, Nigel took home the best in show with that Yama- uh, Yamato 2029 yeah, yeah, yeah. or 2025 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, beautiful shit. But for the that's entertainment overarching theme for the IPMS event that we were at, I think this year I can't remember what it was. It was <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I did not drive for it. So yeah, agreed. Okay, so the next thing, right? And this is going to be kind of um, very subjective, or it, may, it might be a difficult thing for a lot of people to to meter is understanding your current level of building because there are people out there who uh either both uh well not both but they either uh underestimate or overestimate the level of kind of where they are at in terms of uh their technical know-how and their technical skill um so understanding where you are uh will help you kind of figure out where you what you want to do so are you a creative builder right do you are you um familiar with your color theory are you very good at your painting um because that would kind of lean more towards a, a theme build or are you more of a technically proficient builder uh, are you into your scratch building your scribing all that stuff that would lean more towards uh perhaps some some other category are you more into dioramas are you into building a narrative do you like telling a story then th- that might fall into a different category so knowing where you are proficiently will help you kind of figure out okay well if that is kind of my kind of level area of expertise maybe i should be in this specific category or this specific category it just helps you kind of figure out where you want to be um and uh yeah so and then to piggyback on that, um, if you've never done a certain skill, maybe wait until after the competition to try your hand at it. Because I, I will admit that competition normally brings me to want to push myself and do greater. Like, okay, yeah, I got scribing down pat. Let's start. I'm gonna really up my game by scratch building and doing kind of stepping up because I feel like if I can do better than I did before, that makes me a better competitor. Not always good practice. So I wouldn't recommend picking up new skills on an entry for a competition. Maybe do that outside of the competition so you can better your execution when you actually use them. Yeah. And that, um, that's, yeah, I was, I was, I was going to mention that. Uh, Kyle, so yes. Awesome. I, Thank you. Mine's the like. don't. That doesn't always, that's not always the case. <laughs> like sometimes well, fortune favors the brave. Ultimately. Oh yeah. Risk takers um, win. Yeah. 
nine times out of one. I did that with my Zaku, um, Angel of Death. I took a bunch of fucking crazy risks on it, and I won a local-ish competition on internet competition, right? Yeah, so... And that was a bunch of shit that I'd never done before. <laughs> like, so now, now hold on, Brian. You might not have been familiar with that um, that specific thing. You, and, and like you said, you kind of just put a whole bunch of things together. But you understood your level of knowledge of those things that you were wanting to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, so yeah. you understood that. You understood. You're like, okay, so this is my this is my current skill level. I want to apply this mm-hmm. and then maybe push beyond that, and and see where it takes me that's fine well, yeah i know it's true because yeah you know i do kind of like that i did kind of fuck around with that my description of that a little bit because i was very proficient in mold making and casting at that point i had yeah, been sculpting my entire life so sculpting the wings was just a matter of sculpting some wings and uh, with some references and like uh you know the rest of the stuff yeah i guess so yeah i do cheat a little bit from my entire right. lifetime of learning right. You were skilled adjacent. I wouldn't consider that brand new. Never <laughs> describe like it. That. You're taking like your that. adjacent skills and then bringing it into a, a similar, you know, theme or whatever or platform. Mm. Yeah. This episode of the Built Sideways podcast is sponsored by ZenCaster, the number one podcast tool. They provide crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. It's really helpful that it records separate audio and video tracks for the separate hosts for easier editing. Plus, there's a secure cloud backup, so you never lose any of your audio. It's super easy to use, and there is nothing to download. I just send the guys an invite link, and we start recording. It's that easy. Just head over to the link in the description of this episode and get 30% off your first three months with a pro account. And now, back to the episode. So, the next one, I think, is um, probably one of, if not the most important thing I could say. When it comes to understanding where well, you know whether or not this competition is for you, um, and it's metering your expectations, right? So a lot of people when they are uh, when they they're introduced to this competition, right? They're, into, they're you know somebody is is hosting this competition, or they're going to this convention. Is going to have there's there's a GBWC there or uh, whatever competition is out there, right? They start to go crazy with ideas. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch build the space elevator, and you know it's gonna have this holographic thing. It's gonna have like 2,300 LEDs on its like anus or whatever the fuck it is, right? It's it's gonna be crazy. Pooping it's gonna light. be all this. It's gonna be pooping out lights. It's gonna it's gonna be insane. It's gonna Yo, be this I told you thing. my idea, and you're over here telling everyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> out the bag now. It's, it's fuck. Now so, I gotta do it. So they have all these ideas, and they're plucking everything you know out of you know all these things off their 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 um their idea tree, right? And and then not realizing that oh wait hold on we only really have four weeks to do to get this <laughs> done. So maybe I feel think about. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even attacking you, but you do have firsthand kind of yeah. experience in that, right? So, so you, you were you, you know, you were in this competition. You were like, oh yeah, I want to do this, 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 and this. And then you know, you only really had what I think six weeks, six or seven weeks, something like that. About give or take, yeah, yeah. But you didn't factor in real life. You didn't factor in kind of you know the things that would take you away from being able to to complete your build. And that is, uh, that is, I think. A lot of what where a lot of people's downfalls go because they don't realize that okay it's okay to be ambitious it's okay to to want to be able to you know absolutely knock this out of the park but you you have to meet your expectation on what you can realistically finish within the amount of time allotted for these competitions 
Mm. Ooh, to piggyback on that then, here's words of wisdom from someone who has done just that. Uh, not every competition is for you. So if you've got competitions, you know, that's good people, but I fucking hate his competitions because you have to do a brand new build and a set time. I don't work in time constraints. Life doesn't allow me to. And I have to, I've only just realized now that I shouldn't, I shouldn't participate in his competitions as much as I love supporting him. And he does great themed competitions. I cannot work in those parameters. It just doesn't work for me. It puts a lot of stress. It doesn't make it a fun experience. And like we talked about earlier, competing should be fun. So know that not every competition is for you. Not every competition is in line with how you operate as a builder. So as much as it's fun to do every competition and be involved, after a while, you're going to realize not all of them are for you. Like if you're like me where time constraints don't work, like my creative juices flow. And sometimes while I'm in the mix, oh, oh, oh I like where it's going. I want to do more to build upon it. But then that fucks me in the time constraint because I have to like do a hard set on, I'm only going to do these five things and only these five things. Sometimes I want to do more because I like the way it's, it's going. I can build upon the idea to really make the build better. Well, in a time constraint environment, that doesn't work well. So my particular build style just doesn't hinder that. So if you're like me, it's okay just not to participate in every single competition, especially ones with very short time constraints. That's other people's business, support them, but you don't have to participate. That's just going to take it from me. That's going to give you more heartache than joy. And this is supposed to be a fun experience, even in a competitive state. So, you know, learn. Oh, no, you know, it, yeah. So you and yeah. I both listened to the Plastic Model Mojo, right, Kyle? Yep, Dave yep. on Plastic Model Mojo just recently said this year he's sworn off doing build-offs, like build-alongs yeah. or whatever, like group builds. That's what it is. Yeah, group, group builds. He's yeah. stopping to do because he always ends up having to build something he doesn't want to build and, and, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out for him and then it becomes a shelf queen or something along those lines. And I absolutely respect where he's coming from, you know, yeah. and it kind of goes along with what I, I mentioned earlier about really being excited about what you're building. Mm. But yeah. And I got a chance to shut up Plastic Mojo. There you go. I'm never excited <laughs> when like, I'm building. Why, Julio? Because I know it's going to be doo-doo. <laughs> doesn't like the hemorrhoids he gets. Oh, man. I w- we should have like a laugh track or like a applause <laughs> thing that goes on like from Cheers or some shit. Like a, just a canned laugh track that we play. The audience. You plug in every time Julio says doo-doo. Like, doo-doo. I need you to repeat that for me one more time. Doo-doo. No, no, no. Why aren't you? Why? Why aren't you excited for your, your uh, for this competition builds? Um, I'm always excited when I'm building something. It makes me feel like I'm being an active part of the community. We get together. We learn from one another. We hold each other's hands and express how much we love the doo doo. <laughs> so okay so we've, we've talked about whether or not um a competition is right for you right whether or not you know um you you, you okay say so, so say you've gone through all that you've decided okay i'm going to enter what do people need to do for the, to their builds now to make them competition level throw that shit out throw <laughs> <laughs> that shit out <laughs> Oh, bless your pointed little head, Julio. I'm, I'm going to start with the most obvious thing. And this will apply for every single competition you ever enter, whether you're doing a Gumpla build, a traditional model, everything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
do the fundamentals. Get rid of your nubs. Get rid of your seam lines. Get rid of, you know, misprint shit, depending on the kit. Like, clean that shit up. Bare minimum. Before you even start painting that kit, get rid of the shit that's not supposed to be on it. No runners, no nubs, no flash, no, you know, if it's a resin kit, you know, you, no wait, sand marks. You said, all runners? That shit. you said runners. Nip, nips, oh. runners, yeah, stems. Because resin kits have like the, the um the pore spouts. Yeah, gates. Yeah. yeah. Gates, yeah. There we go. Gates. Get rid of all that shit. That's like no matter what you're doing competitively, what competition you're in, what build you're doing, that type of model, that is numero fucking uno. Doesn't matter who you are. That is criteria one on every single judge's list. Did you build the kit to the fundamental standard in which it is? And there's no subjectivity to that. That is an objective judgment. You got a nub, you fucked up. Plain and simple. You, you fuck up. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice Uncle Roger, dual. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, from, from again, once again, from, from personal experience, right? So, whenever I'm judging a competition and I see some very like excellent builds, right? Excellent paint job, excellent decal work, excellent, all that stuff. The moment I see a nub, it's over. It, it's, it's automatically like, yep, I got a, I got a dock points. Like, this, this can't go any higher than a certain amount of placements. Because you, while you were, you know, you, you've flexed your creativity, you've, you've shown your technical know-how, you've foregone the baseline things that you need to do to be able to have this kit be presentable to other people. Remove the nubs, sand the nubs down, you know, like make sure your surfaces are nice and even and all that stuff. You know, just, just if, if you start off with KISS, keep it simple, stupid then the, the, the rest of it, the, the more complicated stuff will follow. Right? So just don't forget that stuff. Don't forget the scene lines. Don't forget the, 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 um, the mold lines and, and the, the, the nubs and all that stuff because that's important. And judges will look for that actively. So um, don't forget that stuff. Yeah. A kit went from first place to second place because they had two seams that they didn't take care of. It. They thought, oh, no one will notice it. Judges are trained to see this shit. And especially if they know um, like the models, you're like, all right, this is an experienced gumpa builder, this is an experienced tank builder. They know how these kits go together. So they know where these seams and mold lines are. They're going to look for that first and foremost. And I watched a guy go from, he was going to win first place to barely owning second place. You could have, if he had one more, he would have been in third, maybe fourth. It's that easy to flip you from a first and second place. And remember in GBWC, after you get you know, you win at the national level. Second place doesn't get you to Japan. Only first. And if that's what got you out of first place, it's such an easy thing you can you can avoid if you just do the due diligence right in the get-go. Nah, son, let them keep that shit. It's better for us. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I, might, I might say something a little controversial here for the next thing, because... <gasps> I mean, you know, this is this is purely my opinion, right? So I'm gonna, I guess, I guess we can call that a disclaimer. This is based purely upon my opinion and how I think of competitions um, myself. Um, overconfidence can be your your downfall. Being overconfident, knowing, thinking that you are going in that that and you'll place or you'll win, or 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 any kind of mentality uh, of that sort will um will net you nothing but uh, a toxic attitude and disappointment if 
you don't place or you don't get what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, back in 2017 or 18, there was a builder out here in, uh, in the Midwest, um, who, uh, who entered their, uh, this di- this very intricate diorama, um, to, uh, the GBWC leg of ASEN, I believe, I think it was anime central or, yeah, I think it was anime central. And, um, they, they had, they had, you know, very, they were very confident going in, you know, they had, you know, they had done a very intricate diorama and a whole bunch of, of different kits and different builds that were put into this thing. And, um, you know, he went in there thinking he was going to knock this out of the park. Like he was going to get in there and he's going to, he was going to wipe the floor with the competition. And he didn't, he, he didn't place, he didn't win. Oh, and, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of fellow competitors at the end of the day, the day noticed a very familiar looking diorama in the trash mm. after the day was over. So, um, you know, all of that hard work, all of the, the, the sweat and, and the, the, the hours he had, this person had put into that diorama was just, he just put it in the trash. And that, that shows you that that shows you kind of, a. <laughs> that shows you the mentality going in, right? That, that shows you the mentality of it. Damn. Yeah. And it, no, that, you don't want to be that guy. Don't be that guy. I'm gonna laugh at you if you are that guy though. And put your put your hubris away. No one he wants listened to, to me. Shit. He threw that shit out. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. Do it. Do yeah. it. And then even even Kyle, you know about this man. Like you know, uh, a couple of, another couple of years ago, not, like, a little closer to maybe 2019, your GBWC leg, like you had placed first. Um, somebody placed second, and you know, uh, Z placed third, and somebody was very upset that they didn't place. Mm. <laughs> it was moaning and groaning to the judges oh to the. To, to anybody who would listen on why they, so much why, backlash yeah, why, yeah, why they it. felt yeah why they felt they they should have gotten at least a placement that shit was so doo doo he was like oh it's supposed to be Sekido nothing about that looks like Sekido bro <laughs> <laughs> not one thing so, about your build we've so talked about doo-doo. this in the past and this is a perfect time to bring it back up truth in yourself have some fucking perspective because honestly i've had wins i've had losses and i'm not going to blame anybody not even my fucking self because in the day you lose it could be a matter of technicality maybe you had less more mistakes than they did and it's just a matter of okay more better builds on the table than you were and you maybe if there were less better builds we had a chance but at the end of the day it is what it is like you take what you can from it and move on like don't go on a rant and blame people and stuff like that and if it's a mistake that i could avoid like in some cases there were like oh i fucked up a decal or i didn't do a good paint job and stuff like that like even though i was very excited and thought i did a great job the feedback i got helped tell me what i did wrong so i can not repeat that in the future i didn't go on a fucking rampage and oh no i should have won i should have placed fuck this competition blah, 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 you know hulkamania no, like have some personal like self perspective like nah i didn't get it this time i here's some of the things i can work on like always ask for feedback I, that's if they were going to give it to you, you know, ask like it's it's great to get that it's not always an opportunity so if you can get feedback from your judges in a competition always do it and Dude. little sidebar amps is what makes them unique mainly because they're armor but also they provide feedback on the scoring sheets from the judges 
Yeah, that's the open, it's open, yeah. open style judging. Uh, we got a comment on one of our earlier ones, our earlier episodes where I was like, is this the amps judging? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I was super rocked. Um, yeah, no, that is the open style judging. Yeah. Which is pretty cool and shit. It, it's, it's, it's very cool and unique. Um, a lot of IPMS events are slowly adopting that as well, where they, they're providing. But when you're judging 200 plus fucking models, it's very hard to give feedback to every single one of them. So, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yeah. Amps or not amps of uh, Nats is crazy. Mm, the judging yeah. on that shit is crazy. You know, just like they spend four days fucking judging. It's crazy. But the point of the matter is have some perspective. You didn't win, you know, get them next time. And here's the thing too. This individual didn't just lose. They got second. That's a win in my book. Like if I got second, I would have been upset. I'm like, oh, cool. I actually placed. Like that's awesome. Um, Like unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. (laughs) Um, Everything thrown up, (laughs) throw it all away. Go home, torch the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, burn your shoes while you're at mm-hmm. you wore at that convention the clothes too that were on your back yeah you're bad i mean TV. zero memories yeah bear burn it yeah that's what dad always told me right divorce your wife get new <laughs> kids because they're all part of that chain of bad luck yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm about to, I, I almost went to a dark place let's go to yeah. the second there <laughs> and and um if you guys will permit me to be british for one second it's poor form oh, it's it's poor form yeah. it's it's like it you know no one, no one is looking at you going, yeah, you should have, you should have well, placed. In that case, they were, and that really killed the competition I mean, too. There, 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 there were, and look at what happened, right? Like oh, it, it was horrible. It's, oh, it dude. soured, it soured a lot of people. And one of the judges ended up kind of just feeling disillusioned from the entire hobby altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's still poor form. I mean, people might agree with you and they, they might become your yes men, but at the end of the day, you're not doing, you're not doing anything to encourage anybody to do better. You're, yeah. you're not encouraging anybody to, to, to build to their absolute best. You're, you're, you're bringing people down because you think you're, you have this weird form of superiority over them when that's not, not exists, the right? case. Yeah. yeah there's a, exist. there's a, a, a critical event that happened a couple of years ago. And uh, a key note to that movement was stop the vote. Don't be one of those people. Oh God. <laughs> without going into further detail don't be one of those people like seriously don't bandwagon and think you're going to overturn a judge like it, it's a fucking competition with plastic toys like right get them next time yep. move on you lost exactly it, okay yeah that goes that all goes into being honest about your shit be honest about your builds uh be honest about yourself be honest with yourself like that's hard right mm-hmm. it is really fucking hard to own your own bag of shit you all carry mm-hmm. around Here's a, a here's a really silly method I like to to um, apply whenever I'm building for a competition. Um, I so you know everybody likes to say that oh yeah I am my own uh, harshest worst judge critic. or whatever yeah. it is yeah, yeah, yeah worst yeah, critic yeah. yeah your own worst critic right but yeah. it, it doesn't help it doesn't uh, it doesn't hurt to um, to look at your build as a judge. Like you're, you're judging your kit and going, okay, well, if I were the judge, what would, would I point out and be like, okay, well, what is missing from this build that won't let it go up further in ranking? So, um, I guess a, an example for me would be the Helios, right? So the Helios, um, was a runner up. It didn't place. Um, still, I'm still psyched about, you know, at least being a runner up just because of the time constraints that I had for that build. At the end of the at the end of the build, when I finished that build and I took photos of it and I sent it off to, to Zach, 
I then judged my own bill going, okay, well, what, what were my shortcomings here? What could I have done better? What, like, what is missing from this? And I can tell you, man, like, I, you know, it was missing a ton of decals. The amount of details that I wanted to bring out of the kit just weren't to the level that I wanted to, or I wanted it to be when I started the build. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of uh, kind of paint separation, I foregoed one entire color because I just didn't have time to apply that, that, that third tertiary color to balance the build further. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, to kind of give it like that, that overall kind of, you know, uh, grip if is what I call it. Um, so it didn't have that extra level. It didn't, ha- I didn't step it up and you know, I can, I can make a million excuses as to, you know, oh yeah, I ran out of time. I had a kid, blah, 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 blah. But that is wh- wh- how judges are going to look at your build. They're going to look at your build and go, okay, yeah, this is a little too simple or this missing this or it's missing that. And you have to look at it as, as a judge and go, okay, well, what is missing? And if, if anything, well, if you're still in the middle of your build, what can I do to correct this? What is the course correction here? Then try to apply and see if you have time to do it. Yeah, exactly. Knowing the timeline. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Hard work doesn't equate to a win. Right. Many times people have told me, oh, you should have won. You put so much work into that. When is hard work a form of currency when it comes to competition? It's really not because I I had a build I did fucking one night, painted up. I was having a blast, put in the competition just to kind of be a part of it. I ended up winning out of like sure luck. Like hard work does not equate to a win. You got to kind of break yourself from that. That Oh, I put a lot of work. I put a lot of effort. All this, I'm guaranteed a win. No, you can still very much miss the mark. I mean- you're running in one direction doesn't mean you're running in the right direction. Even if you ran for 10,000 miles, you're, you're still in the wrong direction. Hard work right. does not equate to a win. So never think I put a ton of work that automatically means I, I, I should get a win. It's First and foremost, Kyle, I don't fucking run nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> wheels, wheels. Wheels, baby. I, I, I gave you that you, skateboard. I think if you put in a ton of work and you, you know, just put your shit down, that's your win right there. You put your shit down. Right. It's nice. Come I want to piggyback. I want to piggyback on you for a second there, Julio. I'm going to jump on your piggyback because you're not running. I know you can carry me. No, and it chimes into what Kyle said too. Is you said you put in the work and that's the deal. Kyle said hard work does not equate a win, but you can't not put in that work. Right, Julio? Yeah. You can't just shit it out. You have to like put in some work. If you expect something, you have to work on it. I guess if you're working shittily, though, <laughs> you're gonna get a. Uh, you're not gonna get none. Perfect practice makes perfect. Like, make sure you're doing good work. Yeah, you're working really hard. Think of think of a composition as a, a Sunday, like an, an, a nice ice cream Sunday, right? So you have. Um, you have the your hard work, which is like the the different layers of the Sunday. So that that inner, the ice cream and all that stuff, chocolate syrup, blah blah blah, whatever you put in your Sunday. So there's your Sunday right there. The moment you put it down on the competition table, or you finish taking pictures and you send it off, that is the cream on top of the Sunday. And then if you win, if you win, that just that should just be the cherry on top. If you don't have the cherry on top, that you still have the Sunday. Banana. I like that's a good analogy. Yeah, it's a fucking phenomenal analogy. I like that. Like it's still delicious ice cream at the end of the day. Eat it up. Yeah, and you still eat that up. You still you still 
You still have the experience of building this thing. You still have the experience of having your vision brought up, brought to life from your mind, from your brain, from your gray matter to the table. Oh, and that that's is the best, the best feeling. Can yeah. I put, can I I put pretzels and M&Ms on mine? <laughs> this isn't Cold Stone. Get out of here. <laughs> Julio, you can put fucking, you can put jujubes in that shit and break oh, your teeth. Means- I don't care. Get a whole jawbreaker and three scoops of chocolate. <laughs> Some lemon heads. <laughs> just in the middle, just chewing like crazy yeah. and all of a sudden, just like, yeah, bye-bye, crown. Yeah. yeah. Well, you remember well, they used age, to have right? those little ones? You go to get the ice cream truck and they had the ones that had the, um, the gum. As the eyeballs, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. today, and you had gum, gum flavored eyes, rocks. Yeah, they were frozen. <laughs> so like, ah, my fucking teeth. Oh shit! <laughs> I was back in the day. You had good teeth though. Back then, yeah. you know, when you were a child, you could take a hit. You were okay teeth with you were okay with losing a few because they yeah. would go back. But you would get your adult teeth. Now you have your adult teeth. You ain't got no backups. <laughs> my precious, I need to keep these in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, we need like so, another set of teeth. <laughs> well, yeah, like, our elder teeth, sharks. So what's our takeaway from this? Because because we're 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 running we're running a little long uh, on the tooth, <laughs> so to speak. Um, what what is our takeaway? What like what what should what should be our our uh, our exclamation point to this? To Don't this suck. No, I, <laughs> no how about this? <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, go ahead. What you got? All right, so yeah. kind of like the whole speech. You tell them what you're gonna tell them. Tell them and then tell them what you told them. So essentially, <laughs> back to the the takeaway is. Build for the competition. Don't just arbitrarily build and then, oh, hey, uh, maybe I'll turn this into competition. Like, have that mindset from day one that will do you wonders. Brian? I was going to say, overarching would be that there are, there's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, leveling up, improving yourself, um, taking note of where you are and being honest with your, where you are and crowdsourcing, put your ideas out to people that you trust that, you know, know their shit or that will give you like honest feedback. Um, that Facebook group, um, scale model critique group. They're very honest, brutal. Almost some people have fled because they are too honest. Um, if you wanted some honest info, you can go there. Um, but there's a lot of people, you know, like if you have a good group of friends that you can truly trust, not just a bunch of yes men. And I know you like to think that, that's shit, but that's just not being honest with yourself and it takes you back into a cycle. Oh shit, be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I'm done. Don't come to competitions. Don't make nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't do anything. Stay home. Don't even think about it. Just snap build. All you gotta do is snap build and be Stay happy safe. with your snaps. Stay safe. Get some nail polish. Paint your gun with the nail polish. Maybe eat a sandwich afterwards. <laughs> simple life. It's simple life. I Drink a beer. Well. Go to sleep. That's that's life. You know? <laughs> Honestly, uh, if, if you're building for competition, really take a look at yourself. Yeah. Talk your own shit. You know, don't don't fucking think you're gonna break the internet. You're probably not. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say this much. Cherry or no cherry, enjoy your Sunday. Yeah. yeah, have fun because it is have fun. fun. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, enjoy yeah. pushing yourself if if that's your your plan. Enjoy being creative as fuck if that's if that was your goal. Enjoy the process of of enjoying your hobby because at the end of the day, that was that's the whole this whole thing. 
Yeah. Like you're enjoying your hobby and you're just pushing yourself to see how far you've learned or how much you've developed in however many days, weeks, months, or years you've been doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a little forewarning, if you're not enjoying it, it's okay to stop. It's okay. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of competitions. There's you been stop. times I should have fucking stopped because I, I hate the kits now because of the experience tied to them. Great kit. At the end of the day, it's technically proficient, but... I hate it because the experience wasn't an enjoyable experience. Like, yeah, I got it done, got on the table, maybe won something with it. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, eh, you're just a show horse. I don't really like <laughs> what I like what I went through to get you to that point. And I don't want to have that. Like, I'm, I'm when I die, I don't want to look back and go, I got a bunch of trophies I had to fucking walk through mud for. I want the trophies <laughs> yeah. I walked through the, the lilies for. You know, I had a good time and enjoyed myself. Like, I will it's um, all about experience. I will say this much, right? So just just to drive my point home. Um, SGMC 2019, I went out to California. I won a coin, right? So, you know, while I didn't technically go place first, I did win a coin. Um, That was awesome. That was great. But whenever somebody asks me, oh, how was SGMC when you went? I was like, fantastic, because I got to meet people. I got to meet Julio and Joel and, I mean, I've already met Tim, but Tim, Armida, um, you know, all those guys in California. That was, that was my core memory from that, that event. It wasn't about getting that coin or, or having my name be announced in front of people. It was always just hanging out with these people that I've, that I've gotten to know over the years and um, creating memories with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to IPMS by myself. I had a great time. I came back super fucking inspired, inspired. I saw all these great builds, these different things. I'm like, I went to a place that had vendors galore. I was like, I, I just came home and all I wanted to do was build regardless of whether I placed or not that day. I was like, I'm fucking pumped. Like, even if you don't compete, always go to a competition and just experience the flair and ambiance. Get that flavor in your mouth. Yeah. Okay, that's a 10. So I went to, I went to SEGMC and I met Pabs. And if there was a, uh, you know, eternal sunshine machine in real life, I'd get rid of that fucking memory. <laughs> Pads, bye-bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Good night. <laughs> I can't believe this. I, here I was being all nice and, you know, Cutting saying how I met you in, in your fucking jorts and <laughs> black-ass t-shirt. Comfortable. In 90-degree weather. Comfortable. It's okay. It's all right. Hanging out in Compton. Yeah. I should have worn uh, long socks, too. Yeah, and um, before we wrap up this episode, uh, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to USA Gun Store, Adam and the crew over uh, down in Florida. Um, you know, uh, they have a, uh, what's the right word for it? A mass, a giant mass of uh, tools, kits, and everything you might need to uh, maybe build for another competition. Or, uh, you know, or if there's a kit you're looking forward to, they have a whole bunch of uh, different kits uh, available for pre-order, such as the MGEX Freedom that's coming out uh, here real soon. So if you guys are into that, they have that for pre-order. So, um, you know, uh, check them out. Huge thank you to them. Um, they've been such a, Adam has uh, such been, uh, been such a huge supporter of this podcast. And, you know, th- that's why we sound as good as we do. Um, and then, um yeah. Before before Brian jumps in, um, also just want you guys uh, to know about the uh, the spruce. What was it? The uh, model? Oh, spruce cutters union? No, well, that's, that's one another of the no, Well, yes, yeah, spruce cutters union is a podcast. You're talking about the scale model podcasts uh, website. 
where you can find the consortium website where you can find all the other scale model podcasts uh, associated with this coming up soon. I have a little bit of news about this coming up soon is the next season of the Musaru cup, which is pretty rad, pretty rad. And uh, we are on the docket. I am the sacrificial lamb for this upcoming competition. So we'll see what the F happens. Uh, I'm sure that they've looked at my, profile and see that i do just about everything under the sun so we'll see what they send me um that's cool it'll be fun i look forward to it it's great fun and the, everybody that's in the every uh, podcast that's out there is full of fabulous fucking content go check them all out everybody's full of good shit and good quality people as well uh speaking of which i have a message from chris Maddox in relation to his most recent publication that we've been running ads for for the models for ukraine and this is a quote from chris and it says thanks to the buyers of models for ukraine we have now raised over 22,000, I believe, pounds, probably for him, for the Disasters Emergency Committee Ukraine appeal. The book is now sold out at InsideTheArmor.com, but you can still buy it from BNA Model World, Guideline Publications, from Model Center, spelled F-R-O-M-E, Model, spelled like model, Center, spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. I'm sure Pavs is probably familiar with this kind of spelling. <laughs> and Starling Models. Uh, so go ahead and check out all of those sites if you're really looking forward to getting If you want to get a hold of that book, I have it. It's fabulous. If you can get your hands on a copy of it, I urge that you do so, especially considering that the proceeds all go to humanitarian efforts towards Ukraine. Carrying on with what Chris says, I want to personally thank all of the contributors, Doviton Press, Guideline Publications, AK Interactive, and everyone included in the production of this book. You guys are the best. And I'd also like to thank the reprobates at built sideways for their support in promoting the book i should have read this through before i read it <laughs> chris <laughs> oh chris you son of a guy uh he's gonna be on the show soon it'll be great yeah it'll be yeah, great look forward to it as it will if you want a taste of him and his group listen to the spur cutters union if you yeah, like our podcast yeah. they are very uh adjacent to our, our mannerisms and language. Uh, great group of guys, uh, Will, Tracy, and, and Mennings, as we mentioned. Uh, I've been catching up on episodes. It's, it's always a good listen. If you like Build Sideways, you'll love them. What was that word he just called me? Reprobate. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means, Grace. Don't go. <laughs> What's a reprobate? <laughs> Is that even a real word? Google, oh how many reprobates can you fit in your ass? <laughs> yeah. Here's something I found on the web. <laughs> About 2.5 centimeters worth. Oh, Local no. man shoves reprobates up his butt and has to be hospitalized. <laughs> Okay, before before we start talking about rectal stuff and Julio starts to become a bit more vocal, let's wrap it up. Um, so once again, you guys can find all of us in our different social medias. Brian at bro underscore builder. Uh, Kyle clueless at clueless underscore gumpla underscore builder. Julio at clip and nubs. And then me, Chris underscore pabs. Um, and then also built sideways has its own uh, Instagram account um, as well as an email address. So if you guys have any questions about uh, any of the topics that we've talked about here, or if you guys want us to go into more details about topics we've covered in the past, hit us up uh, on, uh, again, any of our socials or at Build Sideways Podcast on Instagram or uh, Build Sideways Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you guys are enjoying what we're doing here, please leave us a, uh, a reading on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or, or on any of the po- platforms that we are, you guys are listening to us too uh and then um just a huge huge thank you um we would not be doing this if you guys weren't listening um 
at this current time, uh, the podcast is at um, very, very close to 10,000 overall listens, which is uh, an amazing accomplishment. And uh, yeah, I think, um, I think, I, again, thank you guys, because that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. So perhaps can I do it uh, again? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Don't, <laughs> Don't forget to blow the sideways, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>